Thanks for listening to another podcast from C3 Calgary West. Our hope is that this message will equip and inspire you in your walk with God. For more information about our church, check out our website at myc3church.ca or find us on Instagram at C3 Calgary West. Hey, who's excited to be church? Be in church on a Sunday morning in December? I said, who's excited to be in church on a Sunday morning in December? Come on, this is the, that, that's more like it. This is the month that we get to celebrate um, Jesus coming to earth uh, for us. And, and I, love, I love coming to church on a Sunday morning. I love to drive out here. Uh, it's, it's, so, it's so beautiful driving from Calgary out, out here, isn't it? You get the mountains the, and the sunrise in the, in the winter right now. I feel bad for you guys that drive uh, here from Banff because the view uh, would not be nearly as good coming that way. Um, my wife and I, Jamie, uh, we've been part of uh, C3 Calgary uh, this time around for about a year, but we've been involved with C3 churches uh, for just about 10 years, both of us. We, we, uh, she's, she's from California, and, and in 2012, uh, I moved down to, to San Diego and was part of the team there for six years, and we're so excited to be back. We love um, the C3 movement. And we love what, what, what's going on in, in Calgary, in, in C3 Calgary West and in East Village. I believe that the, the best days of C3 in Calgary are ahead of us. They're not behind us. That, that um, as we step into a new decade, um, we're going we're gonna to stand on the, on the foundation that Pastor Lauren and Kelly uh, have, have um, built over the last couple decades. And that we're going to uh, see God do great things in our city. That... Uh, that it's going to be a, a great future for C3 Calgary. And I know they're not here this morning, but, but I've got to take a second and honor our pastors, Pastor Lauren and Pastor Kelly. I'm so thankful for them. Um, I, it's, it's such an honor to, um, f- to have them share this, this platform with me. Uh, and I, I don't take it lightly. I'm, I'm really thankful for it. And I hope that all of us have um, our pastors on our Christmas list this year. I think it's so important to honor our pastors. We don't see the price that, that they pay. And so this Christmas... Like, write them a card. Make sure that they know that, that we're standing behind them, that, that we're so thankful that they're trailblazing and that we get to be part of the great thing that's happening in their church. So, so Pastor Lauren and Pastor Kelly, if you, if you podcast this and hear it, I love you. I'm so thankful for you. If, if you're new uh, to C3 today uh, or, or if, if you come every week, uh, what we're starting today is a new series. It's, it's called um, Stories You Thought You Knew. Stories You Thought You Knew. We're going to start to look at the Christmas story and, uh, and look at it maybe through a new lens or through a new filter. Look at it from a new angle. Maybe kind of dig a little bit more under the surface of, of, uh, of what we normally take away from the, the Christmas story. And so, so this morning, I'm going to do my best to, to start to unpack a little bit of the Christmas story. Maybe thinking about it from, from a, uh, uh, a point of view that we, don't, we, we wouldn't always use. I love Christmas. Who else loves Christmas? You guys don't love Christmas that much. I love Christmas. Come on, I love, I love decorating for Christmas. A few weeks ago, we put up our Christmas lights on our house, and we got the bins out of storage with all our Christmas decorations, uh, and, and we decorated the house. We're going to go get a tree next weekend um, and, and, and just get, get the whole place looking real good and Christmassy. I love coming into church, and there being elf decorations. Come on. I love coming to church and seeing trees on stage and Christmas trees everywhere and lights everywhere. I love Christmas. I love Christmas movies. Not all of them, but, but some of them. My wife and I, we started, uh, we started a couple weeks ago watching the, the Christmas episodes of The O.C. 
And only people between the ages of 29 and 34 know what that is, but come on, it was, it was great for us. Um, we were watching the Christmas episodes of The Office, and we'll probably start digging into Christmas with the cranks. Maybe we'll watch Elf. We'll watch, you know, some Christmas vacation. I love Christmas movies. I even love some Christmas music. Come on, does anybody like Christmas music? Got a few people. Um, we have a debate in our household about um, what's good Christmas music. I'm on the right side of the debate uh, where Mariah Carey Christmas sucks. Um, so if you're looking for good Christmas music, I've got a playlist on Spotify called Christmas Music that mostly doesn't suck. Um, there's the caveat there because, I mean, what's a Christmas playlist without a little Justin Bieber Christmas? <laughs> That's right. I love Christmas. Last weekend, we, we took our, our one-year-old daughter, who's in kids' church right now, probably bullying some of your kids, um, to meet. Come on, she's not saved yet. We're believing 2020 is the year. It's going to be good. We took her to meet Santa Claus, and the, the team's got a picture. And uh, she, was, she was not too impressed. And I'm not sure if it was because Santa told her she's on the naughty list or if uh, the guy smelled like beef and cheese and she just didn't feel very good sitting with him. But she was not impressed that we took her to meet Santa. Um, <laughs> come on, she's so cute, isn't she? She's cuter when she's not screaming her face off, but we were at Cabela's, so we got to go look at some stuffed bears afterwards and she, she was into that. So as, as we step into this, into this series of stories you thought you knew about Christmas, I feel like it's, it's maybe good to take a moment and, and uh, remember the stories that we do know. See, I don't know if maybe you're here for, and this is your first um, year that you're in church at Christmas, and maybe for your, your life, uh, Christmas has been a, uh, a time just of, of hanging out with the family and uh, eating some good food and, and giving gifts and having a Christmas tree, but there's, there's a really actually great meaning uh, for, for why we celebrate Christmas. And so since we're not going to spend December necessarily looking at the, the, uh, the base level of what Christmas is about, I, I found an awesome video. I think it's actual footage of the Christmas story taking place. So let's, let's turn our eyes to the screen and check that video out. That's it. Hey, come on. How cute is that? Now that we know the, the Christmas story, the story that, that we do know, we can start to, to unpack maybe the stories that we thought we knew about Christmas or, or dig a little bit deeper under the surface. I'm excited to get into this. I think, I think that we're gonna, we're gonna walk out of this place uh, different than we came in. I'm believing that, um, that as we walk out of this service this morning, we're gonna leave feeling more hopeful. And um, at, at the end of service, what we're gonna do is we're gonna pray together. See, I believe that, that I think sometimes Christmas can be a hard time for some people, or maybe you had a, had a tough year. And maybe you're believing that going into 2020, you're gonna go in, uh, a little more hopeful that the next decade is gonna be your decade and we're gonna to stand together and believe that. And I'm saying that now because I know that sometimes we get to the end of service and there'll be a great altar call and I'll kinda of go, yeah, I should respond to that, but I don't know why I don't. So I'm telling you now, if you're, if you're here and you wanna, you're hoping for something, you're believing for God to do something great in your life, we're gonna to pray together. We're gonna to, uh, to read the Bible this morning in church if that's cool with you guys. The first thing we're going to look at, and, and uh, the shepherds, the shepherds were the first people who the angel came to and told that the Messiah was coming, that, that Jesus was um, going to be born. And there's this great verse in Luke chapter 2. The team's going to pull it up. And um, 
And, and it says, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. See, Jesus coming to earth was great news for all the people. Not just the people who, who come to church every Sunday. Not just the people who have had their life together uh, for the past few years. Not just the people who you know, have, have tithed faithfully. But all the people. That includes the people who have had a bad year. Who've maybe had a rough, rough go. Look, at it, it, it includes all the people. It includes people who drive in the city at nighttime with their high beams on. Come on, if that's you, just stop. It's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. We, uh, we're gonna keep reading the Bible. We're gonna read a couple scriptures and then we're gonna take, take a few minutes and we're just gonna unpack that. If you got your Bibles, you can turn with us. We're gonna start in Matthew chapter two. And if you don't have your Bible, we'll pull it up again on this uh, novelty-sized digital Bible, and, and uh, we'll read it from there together. It says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi came from the east uh, to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who's been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, uh, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler. Uh, and the star they had seen when it rose ahead, uh, rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they went home another way. Uh, we're going to turn read one more scripture. It's in Romans, Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Uh, and, and we pick up, this is a letter that Paul has written to the Romans. It says, Therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. You see, at just the right time when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Very rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though for a good person someone might possibly dare to die. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, it says, Christ died for us. Come on, let's pray, and then we're gonna spend the last few minutes and really kind of dig into this thing. God, we love you. We thank you um, for coming to earth on a rescue mission for us. God, we thank you for Christmas and that we get to celebrate your birth. God, we pray that we would never leave church the same way that we came into church, God, that um, if we can just see something from a kind of a different uh, point of view, God, that that would be a great thing. God, we love you, and we thank you for what you did for us on the cross. In your name we pray, amen. If you're a type A type person and want to have a title for this message, I'd, I'd call it Hope Alone, kind of a play on Home Alone, and you can draw a picture uh, with Macaulay Culkin there if, if you want to, but Hope Alone. See, when I think of Christmas, there's, there's a few things that kind of stick out to me. I think when we think of Christmas, one of the first things that, that many of us think about is gifts, Right? We love, to, we love to give gifts. Do we got, any, do we got anybody here that loves giving gifts? Oh, come on. I, I, I like giving gifts, but what I really like is getting gifts. 
Like, I, I really, I, I like to give, but I really like to get gifts. So if you're, if you're here and you love to give gifts and you're just looking for people to give gifts to, um, I like going to Flames games. Any game, don't care. Uh, I'll take that if, if, you're, if you're just really looking for somebody to give to. But when I think of Christmas, you know, sometimes um, you get an awful gift. Has anybody been to a white elephant gift exchange? Where, I don't know, it's like everybody brings a gift and then like you end up with one and once in a while it's good and most of the time it's awful. Um, I've, I've had some awful gifts come from a white elephant gift exchange, but I've also received some really great gifts in my life. And it, it feels so good to get a good gift, doesn't it? Something you really wanted. But I think even more than getting a good gift, something that, that you wanted, is getting just an absolutely, like, knock it out of the park, great gift, where it, it's not just the thing that somebody gives you, but it's what it means, that, that, it, there's, that there's something um, more behind the thing that was given to you, maybe some time, maybe some effort. It's great to know that, that somebody's thinking of you. See, I've received a couple, uh, if I look back at my life, there's two gifts that stand out to me. Before you make fun of my gift wrapping, just remember that I never said I was good at wrapping gifts. Um, but when I think back to great gifts I've received, this, this would be one of them. One of my best pals, uh, his name's Forrest. He lives in Alaska. His dad's a hunter, and he went to Alaska one year, and he got this, this moose antler that his dad had got. And he, and he cleaned it up and dremeled my name into it and gave it to me for Christmas. And see, this didn't cost him money, but what it, what it told me was that he was thinking of me when, when I wasn't there. That, that he wanted to do something so great uh, for me, and, and it was thought out. It's such a great gift, and probably the best Christmas gift I ever received was a couple of Christmases ago. My, my wife um, sat me down, and she said, I got, a, I got a Christmas gift for you, and it was a few weeks before Christmas, and uh, at the time, we didn't have a lot of money to give gifts with, and I, and I was like, no, I want to wait till Christmas to open it. Um, I'd rather open more on Christmas, and she said, no, I think you probably want to open this one now. And so, so I said, fine, and I opened, I opened this little box, and there was a little tea ornament in it, and then this little tiny stocking. And I, I looked at her, I said, is this, does this mean what I think it means? She said, yeah, and I said, are you joking? And she said, no, I wouldn't joke about that. And, and of course, what she was telling me was that she was pregnant with our first daughter, Winnie. And uh, that was such a great gift to receive. When we look at the gifts that the, that the Magi brought for Jesus, they weren't just a nice gift to bring to Jesus. They, they, they didn't just say, hey, I spent some money on you on the way here. We stopped at the souvenir shop coming into Bethlehem. Here's a magnet. They said, um, they, they, they put some thought into the things that they, that they brought to Jesus. And the first gift that we see Jesus received um, was gold. And gold was the gift that you would give a king. See, ultimately, Christ came to earth these gifts show us, um, they kind of foretell us why Jesus came to earth and what he came to be. And, and first thing that Jesus came to earth to be was a king. And he didn't come to earth to, to rule uh, with force from a throne. No, he came to earth to rule with love from a cross. And, and there's, this, there's this great picture um, of, of Jesus in his, you know, first uh, moments of life um, already being called the king. And that was actually why Herod wanted to find him, to, to kill him. Um, they, uh, he, he, he felt threatened by somebody coming that, that was going to be a king. And if we flip back a few more pages in Matthew um, and look through uh, Jesus' lineage, Jews really cared about lineages. 
uh, genealogies and, and to be a king or a priest, you had to prove um, that you had a, a pure uh, bloodline. You had to pr- prove that, that you had um, the right uh, history in your family to be a king. And, and this lineage proves that Jesus had, um, had come, he was a descendant of, of David, and, and that he was fit to be a king. See, when we approach a king, uh, you don't approach a king as a friend. You approach a king, you approach a king uh, in submission before you can approach him as a friend. There's a story of a great uh, British naval uh, captain named Nelson, and, and he was known as a merciful uh, captain that when, when he would defeat somebody and they came on his ship, uh, he was merciful to them and kind to them. And after one of these defeats, um, the, the, the captain who'd been defeated uh, came onto his ship and was walking across the deck to meet Nelson and outstretched his hand to shake it. And Nelson said to him, first your sword, then your hand. And what he's saying is, first you gotta submit to me because I'm, I'm in charge here, but then we can, be a, we can be a friend. And Jesus came to be a merciful, he's a benevolent king, he's great. The second gift that we see given to Jesus is frankincense. And frankincense is a gift that you would give a priest. See, second, second thing Jesus came to earth to do was to be a priest. The, the Latin word for priest, and I'm probably gonna pronounce this wrong, is, is pontifex. And it, and it literally means bridge builder. See, Jesus came to build a bridge between humanity and God. Before Jesus came on a rescue mission for us, we had to, to access God, we had to go to a priest who would then go to God uh, on our behalf. But once Jesus came, we, ha- we had access to God. When we look at Jesus' lineage, we also see some, some brokenness and some confusion. We see children born outside of wedlock. We see um, women. We see Gentiles. And none of it disqualified Christ from being a king. But what it shows us is that he came to break down the boundary between Jew and Gentile, between saint and sinner, and to make God accessible to everybody. The last gift we see given to Jesus was myrrh. And myrrh was a gift that you would give somebody that was going to die. When, when my daughter was born, we had people come visit, uh, visit us at the hospital and visit us uh, at our house afterwards. Um, a lot of people that I love came to visit. Um, my mother-in-law came to visit too. Um, and, and <laughs> just kidding. Um, but if, and, and people brought gifts, but if somebody had brought a gift, uh, saying that my daughter was gonna die, I'd probably just say, like, get out. I don't, I don't want your gift. But ultimately what Jesus came to do was to die uh, for us, to, to, to live a perfect life and to start the church and to, to um, teach us uh, some stuff, right? But, but ultimately Jesus came to die for us on a cross, so, so when we have a, a revelation, once we understand now the, the things that Jesus came to earth to do, he came first as a king, he came as a priest or a, a bridge builder, and then he came as someone ultimately to die. We can, we can start to see what that means for us. It's, this is great information, right? But, it, but it's nothing if we can't go, so what? So, so how does this affect me? Um, another thing that when I think of Christmas is the season of it, right? We, we, we come in and, you know, winter starts, it gets cold out, and then we, uh, we start to decorate the house, and when we go to the mall, they've got Christmas music playing. Um, but it's a season, right? 
Um, I think life is, is made of seasons, and I don't know what, what season you're in right now. I don't know what season this last season has been for you, and the keys can come uh, join me any time now. Um, I don't know what, what season of life you've been in, but, we see, but, but uh, life is made of seasons. And when, when we look at this, this scripture in Romans, we kind of, kind, of, kind of break it down a little bit. It says, therefore, since we've been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access. One of the words, in another translation of the original word for, for the gained access was, was introduced. And it, and it literally meant um, to be brought into a safe place. To be brought into a safe place. To be brought into a harbor from a raging sea. We've gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. We stand in, in a place of peace with a king, with a priest, and with, a, with someone that was going to die for us. Um, it says, and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. See, these hard seasons, as they come, because they will, they will come, um, we, we can stand in those seasons and, and have hope. As we, as we continue to read, it says, uh, and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. You see, at just the right time, and I, I wanna change the words a little bit here, but it's gonna, it's gonna say the same thing. At just the right time, when we were still powerless, when we were still having a hard time, Christ came for us. He came uh, and was born for us. Very rarely will anyone uh, live for a, 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 a person at their worst but for a great person, somebody might possibly, you know, give their, give their whole life. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ came for us. He came on this rescue mission for us. And I don't know what kind of season you're in right now. And maybe you're sitting in your seat going, Colin, that, that sounds good for you. But you don't know the, the season that I'm in. You don't know the stuff that I've been going through. You don't know where I was last night. You don't know, Colin, you don't, you don't know the, the, the broken heart that I've been carrying. Man, let me tell you, I've, I've been through some hard stuff in my life. This last week, um, I, I got the news that a friend of mine, um, way, way before his time, uh, had lost his life suddenly. He left, he left two young boys uh, behind. Um, and, and when you look at that situation, it's easy to go, I don't, I don't understand. No, no, hang on a sec. I don't know how I'm supposed to have hope in that. But let me tell you, when, when you're in a hard season, it's that your story isn't finished being written yet. See, there's, there's this other story that kind of happens parallel to what we've been looking at this morning, and it's John the Baptist. It's Jesus' cousin being born. He's born to, to his parents are, are, are way too old. They, uh, they shouldn't be able to have a kid, but, but an angel appears to them uh, and says, no word from God will ever fail. See, I don't know what, what situation you're in in this room right now, but when I look through the Bible, I, I find a lot of promises from God. And this is where we can find hope. In a moment, what we're gonna do is, is I wanna, we're, we're all gonna stand up together. And, and if you're in this room and, and you need hope, maybe you're believing that, that in 2020, 
Uh, you're believing for a good doctor's report for something that, that hasn't been so good so far. Maybe you're in this room and you're believing that 2020 will be the year that you get to um, finally have a baby. Maybe 2020, you're believing, is gonna be the year where um, your marriage uh, sees great things happen instead of the hard things that have been happening. Or maybe, maybe you're believing 2020 uh, and the next decade are just gonna be good because the last one has been bad. Friend, I don't know, I don't know where you're at right now, but we're gonna stand uh, in, a, in a moment here. And if you're, if you're in that place and you're just believing that God's gonna do something for you, come on, I'm with you in this. I'm gonna ask you to raise your hand. And when you raise your hand, the people around you are gonna pray for you. Maybe somebody might put their hand on your shoulder, but we're gonna pray together and believe that God's plans for us are good and that we can have hope in God when our seasons and our situations are bad. See, when I look through the Bible, I find some promises. I see a promise that says, His love endures forever. Come on. It says His faithfulness continues through generations. He does not change. His covenant is trustworthy. His, he promises good things. He will withhold no good thing. He gives strength to the weary. He is with you. He's got pl good plans for you for a hope and for a future. He will not leave or forsake you. He will comfort you. He will provide for you. He came to give us life and life abundantly. He's with you until the end of the age. If you ask and believe, it will be that he will listen and that who the sun sets free is free indeed. Jesus said, uh, come to me, you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I'll, I'll put hope into you. Come on, we're gonna, let, let's all stand together right now and, and, and let's, let's start to stir up in our spirits and in our hearts, hey, what do I need to hope for in this next season? As I have a revelation of a good king that came to earth for me, somebody who broke down the barriers and built a bridge between me and God, and somebody who ultimately died for my sin, what am I, what am I gonna believe to have hope for? Come on, let's, let's just sing for a minute and then we're gonna pray together in, in 30 seconds. God, we love you. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast and check out our website at myc3church.ca. See you next week.